I never saw such a woman. She would certainly be a fearsome thing to behold. Ladybird. Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Well, I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Film Girlies podcast. Today we have Emily and lovely Fiona. It's just just the two of us today. As I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know either. I don't know. As it Sorry. almost always is. As it almost always is. Um, Emily and Fiona today, and Fiona, what are we talking about today? We are talking about everyone's favorite television show, Glee. And you might be thinking, that's a TV show. You're called the Film Girlies. Well, we're going to be talking about um, our what we think the Glee characters' favorite movies would be. Because we are, of course, self-proclaimed film experts. Yeah. But we are also, like, actually Glee experts. I don't know how many times you've seen Glee, but I think I'm going on, like, five times, probably. Oh, honestly, I think I'm going on, like, seven. Because if we include, like the amount of times that I've sat and watched the show from beginning to end, and if we're including, like, the amount of times that I've put on random episodes, the amount of times that my sister or one of my friends have put on a random episode and we've just, like, sat and watched it, like, I know this series inside and out. There was a point in time where someone could tell me a certain, like, number or event in a character's life, and I could tell you the exact season and episode number sometimes even the episode title depending on how like fancy i was feeling like do you remember that wow i don't know if i have that level of knowledge i can just identify um if i hear a song on the radio i will tell you exactly i will tell you that it was done on glee and then i will tell you the exact plot line it went with and in what season and what characters sang each line see and that in itself is a talent as well like we are we are glee experts more than gleeks we are Gleeks more than we are human beings. If you haven't seen Glee, I truly feel that you are missing out on a major pop culture event of the last two decades. The show premiered in 2009. It ended in 2015. I started watching it in, like, I think it was either, like, 2013, 2014, because I, I was very young in 2009. I was, we were six years old, um, for context. So... I obviously was not watching it when it was airing, except for, like, the last season. I remember waiting for that to get on Netflix, and I was like, like, when is season six of Glee going to be on Netflix? But, yeah. Um, If you haven't seen it, quick background of the show for you. It's a musical comedy that aired on Fox, right? I think so. I mean, I've only ever watched it on, like, Netflix. So. That's what I'm going to say, like, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, wherever it is now, that both made my life infinitely better, but also infinitely worse. Um, if that television show aired today, I think it would not survive a season, truly. It is, it is a product of its time, but it is hilarious, it is moving, it is... Truly an iconic creation. I think you said it better than anyone ever could. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I can, yeah. There aren't the words to capture, like, what Glee did. It, I would not be the person I am today without watching Glee. But I can't tell if that person would be better or not. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that person would be maybe a little less 
insane. But is that better? Um, but is that a good thing? Yeah, exactly. Like, I am unhinged because of that TV show, but I think being unhinged makes me free. Like, I'm you know crazy, that? But I am free. <laughs> I am crazy, but I am free. But I am cringe and I am free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every that show is so cringe, but I love cringe. Like,. It's past the point. I feel like some things I, like, watch them and I cringe, like, for fun. Glee, I don't even cringe anymore. Because I'm just, like, so invested in it. That they could do, like, they'll say, like, the word, like, the most 2010 thing yeah. possible. And I'll be like, ha, ha, ha. Well, you know? and that's exactly how I feel about Sue Sylvester specifically. Mm-hmm. Which I am now re- realizing that I did not consider Sue or Mr. Shoe when I made this list. So I'm just going to... We can throw them in at the end if we're feeling chaotic enough. Exactly. So I'll throw them in at the end, but I will, if I, if we do, I will just be winging it. But Sue is just an insane character and one of the worst people on television that I've ever seen, but I love her so much. Like, I cannot feel for Sue like I feel for any other television character ever. Like, I don't feel bad for her. I just love her so much, even though she's, like, garbage. Like, she is the worst person ever. But Yeah. The show would be horrible without her. Like, she makes it so much fun. It would be she's just so a hater. Boring. She is just a hater above all else. And there's nothing you can do to stop her because she will just hate. Like, you can't be mean to her because she will just hit you back, like, ten times harder. It's incredible. That's what I'm saying. I was talking to my mom, who has not, like, sat down and willingly watched an episode of Glee in her life. But she knows everything that happens in the show because of how much my sister and I watched it. And... She was saying that there should be, like, a Sue movie. Like, just a movie She's with right. Sue. And I was like, you're right. So who's going to make that happen? Come on, Jane Lynch. We deserve it. Come on, Jane Lynch. Please. I love you, Jane Lynch. Incredible. Performance of a lifetime. Performance of a lifetime. Like, I don't think anyone is doing it like Jane Lynch. I don't think anyone will ever be doing it like Jane Lynch. That is commitment to character. Like, I've never seen it before. Queen, hater of the century, honestly. Hater of the century. And sometimes I feel, I, I resonate with that. Sometimes no, she's I, so right. For, like, she's, like, usually right. That's the thing. Like That's the her, thing, though. Her intentions are horrible. She definitely has some things I do not, like, opinions I do not agree with. But, like, most of the time, if she's taken someone from the league club down a peg, they kind of deserve it. Oh, always. Like, she is awfully fatphobic and I will never excuse the 2000s 2010s fatphobia but other than that she's normally just correct all of the time the way she goes about it is awful but she's usually correct the woman has a mission the woman has a mission to destroy and it works yes so we'll talk about her we can pick a movie I did not pick a movie for her I did no. no research. I'm going straight off vibes and, like, what's going on in my head today. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I made this list with my sister, who is also a... Oh, so league. you had backup. See, yeah, I was lucky because there were a few people where I was like, mm, like, I genuinely have no ideas. So I was able to get some ideas from my sister. Thank you, Chloe, for your input. You better be listening to this episode right now. Um <laughs> Yeah, I had some backup, which was very much appreciated. And I will also give credit where credit is due. Um, this is what happens when you have two theater kids who are unemployed on a Monday. They talk about which Glee character, which movies match the vibes of Glee characters. 
I think I have a few winners here, like truly okay. like epiphany moments, and then yeah. a few I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm just gonna like say this because it feels right for right now. Yeah. But I'm I'm not gonna defend this with my life. Like there's a few things where I'm like I'm just gonna say this, but if Fiona is like, what the heck, Emily? Like that makes no sense. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like I'm I'm not defending most of these. Yeah, I, there's literally nothing, like, we're just, we are going straight off vibes here. We do not know these. I'm sure in the t- times in the TV show, they mentioned someone's favorite movie. I don't remember it. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. We're going straight off, like, what we think and how we perceive these characters. And also, we're not doing any character introduced season four onwards because we don't like them. Yeah, no, we don't like them. We went, like, season three gang, mostly, except for, like, Rory and Sugar. Oh, yeah, they're not it. And... We're talking, like... We're talking, like, classics. I'm talking, maybe, classics. maybe we're talking, like, season two, then. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we're talking a little more season two. Season but, like, two. season three vibes of the characters. Yes, exactly. Because season, season two, two characters, but season three vibes of the characters. Yes. Okay, so I guess we shall begin. I, before we get in, I, I will just say one more time that I'm just going on vibes. There is no true calculations. I picked a character and said... Yeah, that feels right. So okay, that that's just what we'll go. So I, I will just go through the list of characters. Wait, and then we can talk. Yeah, before you start the list. Yes. Like say the name, and then like give me like a second. I'll give like a thumbs up if I have a movie, and a thumbs down if I don't. So I'm gonna need like a minute to think. It's like I have some of them. I don't have all of them picked out. I'm sorry. I thought I was gonna have a plan. No, that's fine. Don't worry I'm just about it. it. I have I'm a not, few. I'm liking this energy though. Okay. okay, I think thinking on the fly is funnier. <laughs> I think it is funnier because I'm really excited to hear what comes out of your brain. Like, like those association games, I love playing those games where someone says a word and then you have to just like, like say a word that reminds yeah. you of that word. Like we would yeah. play this game in like my acting class. Convergent. Anyways, um, okay. Keeping with the theater kit thing. Yes. Let's start. I don't know why she's at the top of my list, but she is. Quinn. Do we have a? Yes. Okay. Ladybird. I said Ladybird too. <laughs> I kid you not. I said Ladybird. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now we need to discuss why. The reason Quinn's at the top of the list is because I googled, like, I went to like the Glee wiki, mm-hmm. like season three wiki, for like a list of all of the characters in it, and she was at the top. Like I, that was the order that um, wiki had it on for some reason. I don't know why, but anyway. Okay. Quinn's favorite movie is Ladybird because she will feel incredibly seen by Ladybird. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially okay like the reason i thought about the first place was like emo quinn like emo punk quinn that starts with, three with the pink quinn hair yeah and lady bird with her pink hair like that energy but like also just like the not really knowing like where you fit in in high school sort of i think they're both of them. i think they both have very different like experiences in high school like the characters but i think like quinn would like see so much of the way like her feelings reflected in lady bird and so i think that that's why i think that's why that came to mind yes exactly like they're both coming from very different experiences one being like when you know kind of being at the top of the social pyramid when we first meet her and then kind of sinking all the way to the bottom in season three whereas Lady Bird she kind of just like sits on the outside it's been a long time since I've seen that movie I really do want to rewatch it because I adore it so deeply um I but I knew something and my sister agreed on this as well we just knew that it had to be Greta Gerwig for her, we've kind of debated between Little Women or Lady Bird, but I just feel like Lady Bird captures that angst that Quinn has within her better than perhaps Little Woman does. And 
Yeah, basically just what Fiona was saying about trying to find her place. I also think the relationship with the mother is something that's really interesting and perhaps Quinn could resonate with because I know she has a really complicated relationship with her mom and, like, a teen pregnancy and stuff, which we mostly see in, like, season one as opposed to season two and three, but still um, there's that relationship there that I think she could potentially resonate with deeply and, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Quinn Fabray's favorite movie is Lady Bird. Thank you for your Thank time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Oh, no, no, please don't leave. We're not done. Please. <laughs> please don't if anybody's still listening to us talk about Glee characters' favorite movies, <laughs> you're a diehard fan of the podcast. We love you so much. We, Anyone who's listening so to this much. and they've never seen Glee. That means you're like, that means you've earned the number one fan award. That means you're insane. You're crazy. Please DM us if you're listening to this. Like right now, like if you're listening, open Instagram, DM us if you have not seen Glee and you are listening to this. Because like you're just here for straight vibes. Like there's nothing of this would mean anything to you. And I deeply appreciate you. Like deeply. It's incredible. We love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, If you're a Gleek with us, then welcome home. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But if. You know, for the non-gleeks out there, thanks. I appreciate it. Okay, Quinn is Lady Bird. Next on my list, I have Kurt. Okay. I did not pick one for him. Okay. I was... Let me reflect really quick. Okay, I've never seen it, but I feel like The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I love The Devil Wears Prada. I feel like that vibe matches. I feel like you've also probably seen enough of it on TikTok. So I don't know yeah. about you, but it's all over my For You page right it now. Is, it's still cutting videos. It never, like, it, like, I don't think I'd like it. Like, I don't think I would, like, love it, love it. I don't think I need to watch it. I've seen enough of it. It's you like, the vibe. TikToks and twi- tweets or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. I, think I see that vibe. I could, do you have something? What do you have? I feel like you're doing better. Um, I wrote Victor Victoria. And I chose this one because, A, Kurt does a fantastic number from Victor Victoria in the duets episode. Which is just so iconic, duetting yourself. Like, that's absolutely hilarious. But also because I wanted something, I felt like something in regards to identity and perhaps, like, a queer identity would also be very important and integral to, like, I think that would be an important film for him, anything in regards to, because I think, like, his queerness is a large part of his identity in the show, because, you know, it's 2009, so if we have, like, a gay character, that has to be their, like, whole thing. You know what I mean? Um, and it's a musical. I, I felt like it needed to be a musical for him. Because if it wasn't a musical for him, I think I would combust. I don't know. It was also just, again, the theater kid energy. But I felt like that one. I felt like that one fit. That sounds like a good choice. I like it. Yeah. It's good stuff. But mm. also, I would be silly not to... Honorable mention, Moulin Rouge, because we know Ooh. he loves that movie. Yeah. In season four, do you remember that when they sing Come What May? Ugh, gorgeous duet, by the way, between them. They sing Come What May in Glee? Girl, yes. I have no memory of that whatsoever. I think maybe because you're like a newer Moulin Rouge fan. But like when I saw that, I was already a Moulin Rouge fan. Yeah, the last time I watched Glee, I had not seen Moulin Rouge yet, so I wouldn't have recognized the song. Okay, I'll send you, like, the episode fragment, because it's 
fantastic. Okay. I like how we don't even go to YouTube for clips of these. We just go to the straight to the episode and scroll through. Because then I'm going to, like, watch the rest of the episode, too. I'm yeah, like, yeah, sure, I'll just watch it. I'm just going to watch the rest watch of the, the episode. Show. Oops. Oopsie. Oops, accidentally rewatched Glee again. <laughs> my hand slipped. My hand slipped, and, uh-oh, I fell into bed with my laptop and got me candy, and now I'm watching Glee again. You know what? Last week we talked about our depression Barbies. My depression Barbie's watching Glee. You're so right. I can't believe I didn't even think about that. My depression Barbie's definitely watching Glee. I, just, I think it's because, like, Glee is, like, a rock-bottom point. <laughs> That's true. Like, Emily's deep in a depressive episode, and she's watching Glee. Like, you have to be in, like, such a specific mood for Glee that, like, nothing can comfort you but this show. Because some choices made in it are just so horrendous that like the only way you can like deal with watching them is because you're just desperate for some like nostalgia from it you know what i mean it's like we tried everything therapy is not working we have to go watch clean no literally that's what it is yeah that's exactly what it is anyways we love you kurt moulin rouge is an honorable mention for you but i yeah yeah i like our picks i feel like they're all good next we have blaine okay okay i don't have a specific movie and like i can't pick like a specific movie but for some reason i feel like blaine would have like a secret favorite movie that's like such like an 80s 90s film bro movie like i can't explain it but like he won like i feel like he would like tell some people that his favorite movie is like a 2010s rom-com but i think his true favorite movie would be like something like like apocalypse now or something you know like he'd have like a really strange movie in there to like throw off his whole vibe do you get what i mean i totally agree i feel like he's a secret film bro Mm -hmm. whereas like arnie is the obvious film bro and we'll get to him a bit later but he is a secret film bro i kind of see that actually i chose grace my sister said teen beach movie which i also thought was kind of funny um but blaine gives me darren chris specifically okay one second, because I would be remiss not to, like, let the podcast know how much I love Darren Chris. Like, I had an obsession with this man for years. Still do. Um, I, he has the voice of an angel. He has the mannerisms of an angel. He is beautiful. I love Darren Chris so much. So, and also Blaine was one of my favorite characters on Glee. Not just because he was played by Darren Chris, but that definitely did help. Um, but, and I also, again, do want to mention that they did do Grease in the show in season four, which again, I usually block out because it wasn't that good. Gleese. 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 Um, and he's saying beauty school dropout, but I do feel as though he gives me crooner vibes. So I wanted something. I know that movie came out in the seventies, but it does take place in the fifties. And you know, that was a big thing. Fifties, sixties, you got those like. Frank Sinatra type crooner, so I wanted something like that to match his energy. I think that's maybe where Chloe was coming from with the Teen Beach movie as well. I'm not 100% sure. But something something that has an element of spectacle. But yeah, I think it's really funny how we went like two different paths here, but they're, they're both very different, but they're very valid. Yeah, I feel like it reflects us very much. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. I don't know, he just gives secret film bro energy to me. 100%. He 
He's giving Maybe, like, like Silence of the Lambs Marvel or something. Movie. Ooh, I love that movie. Okay, I think like Silence of the Lambs or like Apocalypse Now for some reason. I feel like those two are just like really strange choices for him, but I feel like they match his vibe a little bit. Yeah, I feel like some kind of like cult movie. Yeah. Like I could see him like really liking Rocky Horror Picture Show too. That's what I was gonna say since Rocky Horror Picture Show. And he wasn't that. in that episode, so was he there in we the series go. at that point? No, he wasn't because Kurt hadn't gone to. No, you're right. Dalton yet. Or was he already back from Dalton? Oh. Because it was season two for sure, because it would have been Carl the dentist. I think it was before he went to Dalton, because he was... Yeah, you're right. It was early in the season. I'm going to double check this, though. Because... I'm trying to think, like, chronologically. Who else is there? Yes, okay, because it's season two, epi... Epi? 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 People on Twitter keep calling Oppenheimer Oppie, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so fun. Didn't you say that to me, though? MC's Oppie? Yeah, well, it's because they call him Oppie a few times in the movie. Oppie. It's just like a cute little nickname. Oppie, did you make a little bomb? Did it go come out? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so out of pocket. <laughs> Oppie, did you make a little bomb bomb? Did you make a That sounds like you, like, made a poo in, like, the bath or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you make a little boo poo? I'm sorry. This is so awful and, like, unhinged. Cut all this out. <laughs> show is season two episode five and blaine shows up for the first time in season two episode sex never been kissed wow so that's when he meets blaine i don't remember exactly when he goes two iconic moments back to back yeah two super iconic moments back to back but we have he's there until at least oh yeah he's there until season two episode 18 born this way because that's when he sings that's when blaine sings somewhere only we know Okay, the rewatch was really tempting. I'm like going no. through these episodes, and I was like, <laughs> "No, no, you can't give in." I know. I really can't. Okay, okay. let's just start talking about Curtin Blaine. Once you start, once we start talking about literally anyone else, you're gonna be like, "Oh." I know. Like Artie is next. No offense, Artie, but okay, I'm uh, about to drag Artie through the mud. Please do because I low-key hated him, especially like season five core when he was a slut. His STD era. I hated that episode. <laughs> okay, so canonically, Artie Abrams loves film. He loves movies. He goes to film school in New York City. But I would like to propose that he thinks he is, like, really... Um, like, I think he's, like, a fake deep film bro. Like, I don't think he watch, has ever watched a movie that is not in English. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think he's, like... I think his favorite, what would his favorite movie be? Like, I can't describe, I don't know what movie it would be, but I can, like, describe, like, the vibe. It has to be something that, like, he thinks is, like, a really deep cut for movies, but, like, isn't at all. You know, like, it's really popular. Like, I think, like, it could be, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey. That feels kind of arty, but also I don't think he's smart enough to understand it. Like, I feel like he's just, like, a little too, he's, he's, like, a film, like, I don't know. Something about his energy, I don't... Like, I know he's supposed to be in film school, but yeah. his energy does not give off, like, intelligent film watcher. You know what I mean? I'm not calling myself one, but I don't think he is one either. No, I don't think he is. He, he gives me the, I don't really like reading subtitles kind of energy. Yes! 
Except, like, he will watch, like, the occasional French film. But other than that, like, he has not seen a movie in Korean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's like, oh, it only so Like, it's giving that vibe. I think his favorite movie... This is not a dig at Steven Spielberg. I love Steven Spielberg, but I think it'd be like a Spielberg, Spielberg movie. You know, I couldn't talk there. Like, I feel like okay, he does love Star Wars, so it could be Star Wars. But like, that's not giving him enough credit. I feel it's so maybe like Jurassic Park or something. Indiana Jones, maybe. Like, that's, Ooh, that's also... a good one. Yeah. What did you say for him? I just went straight film bro. I feel like I didn't give this as much thought as you just did, but I was giving like interstellar or something you know what i mean and this isn't a dig at Fenona. this is just no like i don't a... i don't think he would be interstellarish no okay no so you know that movie like infinitely better than i do but i was just thinking i was just like yeah it needs film to be bro. like film bro but i don't feel like it's pulp fictiony film bro like no, i don't think it's the like yeah. film bro who low-key loves violence against women film bro but like it's like a different kind of it's giving like i'm just kind of stupid film bro yeah you're so right what could this be? We need to, I need to, like, nail it down. It's going to bother me otherwise. I know. I'm going to go... Okay, I love The Dark Knight, but it could be The Dark Knight. Oh, I feel like it could be The Dark Knight. Um, what else? Another good film bro movie. I'm headed on to Letterboxd. Okay, thank you. For our help. I think I have an, like, in my Letterboxd list likes, I have an actual film bro watch list thing. I feel like it's The Wolf of Wall Street... Potentially? No, I no? don't think. Okay. No, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I think it's too like. It needs to be a bit more boring. Uh, I'm trying to. Like, I feel like he's just. Already done an enigma. We can't pick a favorite movie. I really can't because, like, I feel like a lot of these are maybe like it's not hitting the I'm stupid nail on the head. Like, yeah. <laughs> like hard enough. <laughs> annoying okay and I this think isn't my... anything against like kevin McHale. no he's cool no he's cool but like i think what is it it could be like i think it might be a star wars a new hope i think maybe yeah maybe it just is a star wars movie and we just have to like leave it at that and it's yeah. giving like star wars like what do you mean you haven't seen like all of the star wars movies like that kind of vibe yeah yeah okay tentative answer is star wars a new hope i'm sure it'll come to me eventually but yeah and I'm excited for when it does. I'm excited for when I, like, see that light bulb. Oh, my gosh. I'll figure it out. Okay. Artie okay. Abrams. This is Artie Abrams' hate account. Hate account. Yep. One of the worst characters. Like, if we ignore the season four people, one of the worst, like, original characters. In my yeah. Okay. Next, we have Rachel. Okay. I have, okay, so I feel like the obvious answer is, like, the funny girl movie, but That's in my head, I, I feel like she would also, like, hate it because it's not, the, the musical came first, correct? I feel like she would be, she would hate it because it wasn't enough, like, it wouldn't, like, keep her favorite musical, like, yeah, pure, I, I guess. I totally, totally. Know, I totally know what you mean because I'm also that kind of person, like, when the In the Heights movie came out, I was, like, so angry because it did not hit the same. So I feel like she could be feeling that about Funny Girl. I have another one, but it, it's going to require some explaining. I like how this is like supposed to be like us naming like a movie and then moving on, and I'm like, here's the exact reasoning why. 
Okay, I think Rachel would like Black Swan, but I think she would take all of the wrong lessons from it. Like, I think she would watch it and be like, oh my gosh, like, Nina's so dedicated to her craft. Like, I need to do this. And she, like, she wouldn't realize it's about a tortured artist, and she would be like, she is so me. Do you know what I mean? I totally see that. I see, like, the Black Swan whiplash vision for her deeply, but again, she's taking all the wrong lessons from it. Like, exactly. You hit that nail right on the head. Like... I'm loving that expression today, but I don't know what, like, what it is, but I'm like, ah, I love it. Loving yes. the expression. Um, yeah, she's like, I will be the tortured artist, not, hmm, maybe I should, like, develop a more work-life balance and not take criticism so deeply. But I'm also her for that, low-key. Rachel Berry is my favorite Glee character. I will take no criticism. I love her so much. I think she's absolutely hilarious. I will hear, I love her. Like, I know she does horrible things. I don't care. She's my BFF. She... Fiona, it's a fun thing about Fiona is that she is a Rachel Berry apologist and she always will yep. be. And I think it's really funny because I think out of the two of us, I'm more Rachel Berry, but I'm not a Rachel Berry apologist. So I appreciate having Rachel Berry apologist <laughs> friends. I enable all everything you things. do. Yeah, exactly. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I just wrote Funny Girl because I was like, that was the first one that came to mind. I was like, I can't think of anything else. But I'm loving this arc where she's like, admiring tortured artists yep i think that's also very on brand for her i love it okay i think we can move on from that one yeah i feel good about that i had to get the black swan thing out like i feel like it just makes so much sense to me oh it makes a lot of sense if you agree with any of these takes please dm us and we need to know if you have a different idea about what a movie would be for these characters let us know or if you just want to like validate our crazed explanations you can do that too i will always take validation exactly i i really want to hear what y'all think about this deeply especially the gleeks out there or maybe even the non-gleeks actually because i feel like that'd be really funny i'm really hoping that someone is listening and they've never seen glee and they just keep googling pictures of these characters and then we say a movie and they're like oh yeah that makes sense you know like oh yeah he kind of looks like an asshole Like, like just looks alone yeah i think that makes sense that makes sense for his character Okay, next I have on the list, Finn Hudson. Okay, I have two movies for him. I haven't seen either. I'm going straight off vibes. Okay. I'm seeing either Forrest Gump or Braveheart. I don't know what led me to either of these. Yo! I haven't seen either of them. I want to see Braveheart. I'll see Forrest Gump eventually. I'm not worried about it. But, like, Mm. I feel like they're just such simple. Okay. I'm low-key a Finn Hudson hater. Um, and so I feel Not like he's, he's just a simple little man, and I feel like those are good simple little man movies. Do you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. If you ask someone who like doesn't watch a ton of movies, their favorite movie is usually Forrest Gump. And I love Forrest Gump. It's my mom's favorite movie. I love you, mom, so much. Um, and I love, I do love that movie because I have like a nostalgic connection with it. But and this wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's just like the facts of life. Yeah. I see those both. I wrote, and I have not seen this movie, I wrote The Blind Side because, one, it's a football movie. He is a football player. So that, that canonically makes sense. But also number two. Okay, and, like, hear me out on this one, guys. It's low-key a white savior movie. Again, I have not seen this movie. Um, no, but you're I've right. Heard... I haven't seen it either, but I've heard things. It's definitely a white savior movie. It's like you watched it and gave it four stars. I've seen it? Girl, yes. Oh, no, that's Sydney. Sorry, that was Sydney. 
No, Sydney, this is not anything against you. I don't know. Like, you can like movies. I'm like mad at you. For, like, no, it's okay because Brooke told me once it's her favorite movie. <laughs> no, okay, sorry. Both of you have a similar letterbox picture because fun fact about me is that I am a professional at taking people's letterbox profile <laughs> pictures, apparently. Yeah. Um, and it's always in front of a movie poster. Usually in front of a movie poster. Anyways, um,. Sorry, I really thought that was you. It's like, you don't know what you mean. You haven't watched this, watch this movie. We look alike. I get it. Don't worry. <clears throat> you do. And I love that. Okay, yes. But let me let me explain. Okay, so I think Finn is, like, overall just, like, a big oaf, like, in a cute little way. But, like, sometimes he's kind of, he has, like, his heart in the right place. But it doesn't always, like, show. Like, he's definitely, like, a white man. And I feel like that's low-key the vibes this movie gives me. Where it's like, again, I have not seen this movie. I'm just going on vibes. Where, like, Sandra Bullock, like, has her heart in the right place. But, like, she's definitely acting as a white savior right now. And I low-key think that's, like, what Finn is like. For, like, especially all the, like, the queer people around him. Like, in season three, when Santana gets outed and he sings, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Even though he's the one who outed her. Like, are you dumb? Hello? Anyways. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying this movie. Because it, it gives me the, like... I'm kind of like a dumb man who thinks I'm helpful. Yeah, I agree. With this that, is Lena. a bit of a drag, but that's okay. We're dragging it into the mud and these movies we have never seen. I know, that's what I'm saying. I have not seen the Black Side. Maybe it's, maybe it's like a good movie. Again, like, I will, like, always say that, like, we need to be centering black people in stories about black people because, like, what the heck? Um, <laughs> but maybe other than that, it's not. So I, again, I have no idea. Okay. Are we good to move on from Finn? Yeah, I don't like talking about him. Me neither. Next, I have Brittany. Trolls Brittany World Tour. Okay, I really never like seen those. No. No. I see okay. it. I see it. But I don't think she would like. I don't think Brittany would find joy in any movie if it was like that was like not made for children. Do you know what I mean? You know what? Actually, I think that's true. I think there's not enough color in that. I've never seen Trolls World Tour. <laughs> I'm convinced it's her favorite movie. I think it's like, yeah, it's Trolls or it's like Sing. Sing 2 specifically. <laughs> Sing is like, yeah, you're right. Trolls or Sing, that's the right reading. Yeah, Britney likes movies for kids that have lots of like sensory. But like, specifically movies for kids made after like 2015. Like, yes. When like animation, I feel like changed a little bit, so it's like a lot more colorful. Like, I feel like she would love like the Minions movie. She also, would not love seen, Minions. But... I've seen Minions, and I've seen Minions Rise of Gru. Wow. I saw Minions Rise of Gru in theaters. I, I dressed up. Oh, you were one of them. I did. I did not dress in, like, a suit, but I dressed like a Minion. That's cute. Yeah. It was actually very fun. There, I forgot how many kids there were going to be in the theater, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a children's movie. Um, it was packed. Oh, my God. Fiona's holding up a Minion sticker pin. It's a little, it's a pin. It's, like, a button, my friend. Um, asked for one, so I made her one at work. Oh, yeah, because you have a button maker at work, right? BFF Adara, listener of the podcast, big fan, asked me for a minion button, so I made her one. Britney Spears, trolls, and minions are her two favorite things. Yes, and she doesn't watch any other movies. Definitely not. Next we have Mercedes. I couldn't think of one. Like, I couldn't think of a movie that at least I've seen that I feel like would fit her vibe. You know what I mean? 
I know what you she's mean. She's so cool. She's too cool for movies, TBH. She's too cool for movies. She's like the best, one of the best characters on this TV show. And in my opinion, and I know this is like a huge arc, so like this isn't controversial, but she's always undermined by Rachel yep. Perry. She has a way better singing voice than her. But no one wants to talk about that. I said, and because of this specific plot point that occurs throughout the show, and because in season three, when Mercedes leaves the Glee Club to join the Trouble Tone, she sings a fantastic number from Dreamgirls. I chose Dreamgirls because I feel like she's very, she could resonate with Effie a lot, who in the movie is played by Jennifer Hudson, who literally has one of the best voices I have like ever heard in my entire life. I do not understand her control and passion at the same time. Like I just genuinely do not understand how it is physically possible for someone to sing that well and that emotionally. I do not understand. I do not. I think like maybe she sold her soul to the devil or something. But if she did, it was worth it. And I think that Mercedes did the same thing. And I think Amber Riley did the same thing because they are gorgeously talented, but they are consistently like undermined by their counterparts. And so Mercedes is just a sewn dream girls for me. And I, I will die on this hill. I haven't seen dream girls, but from what you said, I feel like it's the right fit. I love dream girls. Am I going to, like, talk about it and critique it objectively? Absolutely not. But I will say it is a really fun time, and the music is amazing. So I highly recommend it. I think it's on, like, Amazon Prime. Amazing. Okay, Mercedes' favorite movie is Dreamgirls. Thank you. Done. Okay, next up, we have Santana. And I didn't have a ton. Like, I didn't have, sorry, I didn't have something specific for Santana, but I wanted to go for something like Girl Boss but also kind of like like mean girl boss vibes, but not mean girls. Like, I don't think she gives me mean girls. So I have two, um, and I feel like they're very, they're pretty different, but like both, I can see like little elements of her in both. So the first one is Promising Young Woman, because I think if anyone is a man hater, it is Santana Lopez. Um, and if anyone on the show was going to, like, kill a man, I think it would be her as well. And I know that, like, she doesn't do that in the movie, but, like, close enough. And I also wanted to say Death Becomes Her, which is, like, this hilarious kind of, like, witchy movie with Meryl Streep where she – well, it's been a while since I've watched it. But just, like, the vibes are there. If you've seen it, you know what I mean. Do you have anything to add for Santana? Okay. I haven't seen it, but like the energy of Jennifer's body, I feel like it. I like I literally have not seen it, so I don't know why I'm bringing it up. Like I haven't like it. It feels it feels right. Um, or I feel like she might be into Kill Bill, or she might be into Gone Girl. See, I wanted I wanted to, I was gonna say Gone Girl, but I felt like that was like maybe like she's not sick. Well, maybe she's like a little psychotic. It's I feel like Gone Girl's a little too mannish. Maybe yeah. I love that movie, Death, but it is a little too mannish for, like, Yes, I love that movie so much. But I really see Kill Bill. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really see those eyes for her. Um, I don't know what else. I feel like... I feel like those are good ones. Yeah. 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 She's yeah, a few we love Santana. Just something, like, girl boss, 
mother like to all. Vi- yeah, like mother of violence, kind of. I saw for her. But yeah, Jennifer's body, I think, is perfect. You told Coach Sebastian about my thumb surgery. Yep, so you sure get your appendix out. <laughs> you got the boob job. Yep, yep sure, sure did. did. <laughs> I love that scene. I really want to recreate it with you. Like, every time we have a sleepover after fight theater, she'd be like, Fiona, can we, like, recreate the fight scene? Why do you have to fight theater? She'd say, yes, I'll do it. Next time I see you. No, not you at the movie the theater. Job. Yep, yep, sure did. Sure did. Slap. Oh, okay, please, she has family. a family. She's, She's a, a mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that scene. And then Brittany. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. We can re- recreate that at our Oppenheimer screening on Wednesday. I think so, too. Like, in the, during the movie. No, I'm kidding. No. You guys, at the time of recording, Emily has not seen Oppenheimer, but at the time of this release, Emily will have seen Oppenheimer, so I'll make sure she posts about it. This is true. I will post something about it. I think that brings us perfectly to Oppenheimer brings us to our next pick, which is Puck, who is also a shitty guy on Glee. What do we think his favorite movie is? Fight Club. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's something like, like, man. Or The Hurt Locker. Fight Club is good. Oh, yeah, you really didn't like that one, hey? No. Puck's favorite movie, I feel like, is very, is very Fight Club-y. I do love Fight Club. That's no slight to Fight Club. But it's all or it could be the Hurt Walker. One of the two. I feel like I put like the Fast and the Furious because I was just like <gasps> random. Oh like, my gosh, you have you. That's that's like a light bulb moment. You're right. Yeah. He thinks the Fast and Furious is like I haven't seen them. I know they're not like critically. Yeah, thin. I also have not seen them. So I bet that he really likes them and that he. Lo- I feel like he's like a man crush on Vin Diesel or something. Yeah, I think so. But I also really see the Fight Club energy. Like, I think he kind of similar to the Rachel in, like, taking the wrong message from the movie. And, like, from Fight mm-hmm. Club, he is taking the, like, oh, yeah, I'm a man and I need to, like, hit things to deal with my emotion lesson instead of the, like, yeah satirical men are losers message that I get from the movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I agree you know with I mean? 100% his reading. Yeah, because I feel like with me, mini tangent, I, the first time I watched that movie, I was like, eh, not bad. But when I think about it, I'm like, okay, it was actually, like, interesting commentary. I think it's just, like, been misread so many times that, like, I don't love how it's been perceived, but I don't have, maybe I don't have as much beef with the actual movie as I thought I did, if that makes sense. I just have beef with, like, the way it is perceived. No, that's exactly it. Like, I think, like, I would consider Fight Club one of my favorite movies, but, like, I know that, like, I do not perceive it the same way a lot of people whose favorite movie is Fight Club perceive it. I kind of just made my peace with that, because, like, I love saying it, but, like, the girls who get it, get it. And, like, if you don't get it, like, you you don't get it, then, like, it's not for you. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's American Psycho type piece. Like, the girlies who love American Psycho, I love the girlies who love, I love American Psycho, I love the girlies who love American Psycho, I hate the, most of the men who like that movie, because... They're not taking from it what I'm taking from it, which is that. Don't understand it, just feel it. White men are a curse. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Okay, Puck, we can move on. Yeah. Man vibes. Mike, I'm just going to say I wrote Footloose because he talks about it all the time, and he likes to dance, and he he has so many plot lines about like how he likes to dance, but like his parents don't want him to, and that also like just really like makes sense for the like with with the plot of Footloose as well, so but he likes the original a lot more than the remake, which is so valid because the original is just like eons better than the remake. I would say Singing in the Rain. I really like Footloose, but I feel mm-hmm. like Mike it has very much like a classical 
a more classical Hollywood dancer energy to him than Footloose does. And so I feel like Singing in the Rain could be like an interesting choice for him. I love that choice. I also, Singing in the Rain is one of my favorite movies ever, so that's so valid. Lovely. Well, we have two more characters before we dive into um, Shu and Sue briefly. Right. We have Tina, which I literally had such a hard time with this one. Twilight. Okay. Because of her goth era. I just, as soon as I, like, saw her name on the list, I thought of that scene where she convinces, like, Principal Figgins that she's a vampire, so he, like, leaves her alone. And I was like, I feel like that girl would, like, eat up Twilight. Like, that would be her thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she loves Twilight. I just like, she's written Edward book. Cullen fan fiction. Oh, 100%. She actually has, like, a very successful, like, Wattpad account. No, that girl would be on AO3, be so real. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. She's on AO3. She's not on Wattpad. We all know AO3 is superior. She would, like, write, like, Edward X. Jacob fanfics on AO3. Yes. Do you see like, the vision the I have for her? Do you see the vision I have? I feel like, and it, I feel like also she is the kind of writer where, like, she has a bunch of tags. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. some of the writers don't have tags and you don't know what's going on. But, like, she We're has exposing ourselves so much. <laughs> If you did not read fan fiction when you were, like, 12, 13, I think you missed a crucial part of development. But I'm saying that she has a bunch of tags on them, and that she also has the, like, the pop-up that's, like, this fan fiction contains adult content. <laughs> Press yes to continue. Like, she has that. She's writing, like, smutty fan fiction about these characters. Yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I wrote just The Wizard of Oz because I feel like she likes classic movies, and I was like, Oh, I hey. can see that one, too. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I didn't give her a ton. I went the crazy route, sorry. <laughs> no, but I like I like that route better. I have like, have as much you're thought. just like, hmm, movie, and I'm like, here's an exact like psychological reading of the character and how they would watch this film and what they would take from it. Like, <laughs> I'm just talking myself into circles. It's giving like our very first episode of the podcast where we psychoanalyze each yeah. other. And our last character from the Glee Club is Sam. And I said the Muppet movie. Ooh, I don't know. I'm I see not the gonna vision. explain it. Okay. I'm just gonna let you think about it. I see the vision. I have two. Okay, go. Brokeback Mountain and Zoolander. I love both of those <laughs> so much. Zoolander specifically, I 100% see because of his little like um model like, era moment. Yeah. And his uh-huh. and his model era. His stripper era and his model era. I see it all. And he has the same head empty, no thoughts energy as Zoolander does. Yeah, it's giving, like, it's almost Ken energy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the Brokeback Mountain vision, though? I do. I feel like he watched it when he was young and just thought they were really good friends. I think so, because No Thoughts Had Empty. (laughs) No Thoughts Had Empty. He thought they were BFFs. Yeah, and then I, I, you know what, I, I envisioned Sam having, like, watched Brokeback Mountain, and then Blaine having to explain to them, like, to him that they were, like, in love. Do you know what, do you see No, I feel like he'd have to explain, like, no, this is what happened in the tent, this yeah. would be like, no, like, they were playing Go Fish. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no. I feel like, especially, that totally makes sense with the whole, like, season five arc where, like, Blaine had a crush on him. Yep, that's what I was envisioning here. Like, I think I, they watched had, that together, yeah. and then he had to explain it to Sam after. Yep. I'm glad you see my visions here, because I feel like some of my visions have been a little strange, and you see all of them. But I you. see them, though, because, like, I know, I know a Gleek's brain so well. Truly. Truly. <laughs> well, that was it for all of our actual Glee characters. Now we will briefly talk about Mr. Shu and Sue, who I actually have no idea. Okay. I think Mr. Schuster's movie 
would be, hmm, I don't want to give him so much credit as to say he would have watched French New Wave movies, but I think he, I can't name a movie that has this plot, but I'm sure one exists out there, about, like, an overly young girl with a very old man, but it's definitely French, so it, like, feels, like, Wait. very romanticized in the movie. Do you see my vision? It's Lolita. You know what? I feel he like He likes that Lolita. He likes Lolita. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I don't know what Sue Sylvester would like, though. I like to think that she is, like, she believes she is too, like, good for movies. Like, she I won't so watch too. a movie. She's like, no, I have better things to do with my time. She's not going to actually watch a movie. I feel like she, like, loved Mary Poppins when she was a child, and then she became herself, like, her hateful self, and won't tell anyone she loves Mary Poppins. Well, I also know that, like, she has, like, the secret love for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because of her yeah. sister. So, maybe I'll just go with that. Will Sue Sylvester be seeing Wonka in theaters? I think she's really mad about Wonka. You know what she totally would be? She's like, she's going to walk out the same way she walked out of Funny Girl on Broadway. When Rachel so was true. In it. Oh, excuse me, I know to go kill myself. The way she says that with I'm the Greatest Star playing in the background is just like never not iconic to me. Incredible. I have so one good. last Glee thing we need to do. Yes. I feel like in honor of Barbenheimer completing, we need to tell the listeners what characters are seeing Barbie and which ones are seeing Oppenheimer, starting from the top of the list. Okay. Quinn is seeing Barbie. Quinn is seeing Barbie. Kurt is seeing, He's seeing Barbie. Barbie. Blaine is seeing Oppenheimer. Blaine is definitely seeing Oppenheimer. Thank you. Artie is seeing Oppenheimer. Yep. Rachel, I don't think she's seeing either of them, to be honest. You're right. I think... I think she would hate Barbie. You, you see my so? vision? I don't think she'd like it. I think she would feel too attacked. I think maybe, maybe she, like, excuses Finn's actions too much to, like, enjoy that movie. You know what I mean? She, she, would, would, probably, she would be like, they were too nice to, like, she would be like, they're too mean to Ken. Yeah, she was. She would be like that pick me girl. Yeah. Who was like, they were so mean to Ken in the movie, I didn't like it. Like, that's what yeah. Rachel was giving. Finn. He's seeing Barbie. That man cannot sit for three hours. Straight. I was just about to say, like, he's not saying. Brittany's obviously seeing Barbie as well. Yep. Mercedes. I feel like she would see Barbie. I think she'd see Barbie. Santana is doing a double I, feature. I think she would want to see Oppenheimer, but she would go to see Barbie first with Brittany. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. And then she'd, like, send Brittany home and then, like, go watch Oppenheimer by herself. Yeah. She'd meet up with, like, Blaine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Puck is obviously seeing Oppenheimer. He's really mad about Barbie. Yeah. He's really mad about Barbie. He, no, he'd go hate watch Barbie. Like, he'd, yeah. like, throw popcorn at the screen or something. Boo! Yeah, I see that. Mike? I feel like Mike is seeing Barbie, but Tina's seeing Oppenheimer. Ooh, I kind of like that. Like, they, <laughs> they go to the theater together, but then they, like, go yeah. separate ways. Yeah. Sam is seeing Barbie. Sam like, is seeing Barbie. If anyone has Kennergy, it's him. Yep. Sue is seeing Oppenheimer because she become Death Destroyer. Before. Sue is seeing Oppenheimer because she probably supports <laughs> She's like, yes, I love these characters. And I feel like I feel like Will would see Oppenheimer too. I think Will is also seeing Oppenheimer. I think he's one of those guys who's like he's like, Yeah, I loved the Barbie movie. I just feel like I think he would watch Barbie, you know what but I mean? take the wrong lesson, and then try to teach that wrong lesson to yeah. his glee club, and be like, let's sing songs about, like, feminism. And then the guys would come in and sing some, like, the guys would, like, team up and sing some song that's, like, objectivized women for five minutes straight, and the girls would be like, all of you suck. 
Yeah, and but then she would be like, no, this is about celebrating women. Yeah. Why do you all hate this? Yeah. Like when Puck sang Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> because what the heck was that? <laughs> this show is incredible. What the actual hell was that? This show is, like, life-changing. This show is life-changing, and that concludes our episode on Glee. I can't promise we won't do another Glee episode in the future. Like, I'm sure we will find some way to tie Glee into the podcast again. I know us. I know we will. Yeah. I don't know how yet, but I know it will happen. So let us know. Uh, let us know what you enjoyed about today's episode. Again, we always love hearing from you. And This is assuming someone made it through 45 minutes of us talking about this. I know, like, at least my, if Chloe, I know, I think Chloe's still here, to be honest. I think so. I, I think my friend Adara likes Glee, so I think she watched the she Everyone else, well. I, I'm not sure, but I deeply appreciate it. Yes, if you're here, you're a real one. You're a real one. Thank you so much. We should tell Next. them a secret, so we should tell them, like, a secret password oh, that they have to, like, DM should. to us. It's like they made it to the end of the Glee episode. <laughs> if you made it to the end of the Glee episode... If you made it to the end of the Glee episode, please DM us the entire, um, you told Coach the best about my summer surgery. Summer surgery at your team, your wooden team though. You got a boob job. job. Yup, sure did. Yeah. DM us that entire, like, a link to that scene, please. Yes, DM us either a link to the scene or, like, a transcription of it. Yeah. And, and then we'll know that you're a real one. one. Yes. I don't know what your prize is, but we'll think of something good. We'll think of something. But you will get a prize. It will be a prize. You will you will get something for this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all we have to say. I think that is all we have to say. Thank you all so much for joining us. Next week, we'll be talking about a topic of mystery. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's on a list somewhere that we made, but... And we totally know what it is. Mm-hmm. Totally. We are organized businesswomen. Deeply organized businesswomen running... A podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.